Good evening. Welcome back to Mikey's office where my door is always open. It's your boy, Mr. Mike, past Mike, Reverend Mike. <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I thought I was going to freestyle, but then my mind like, like short-circuited, so never mind. That bit is canceled. Delete that. But I do want to answer a question today. Now that you're stopping by, uh, I have a, and I had a very interesting question. Uh, that one of our listeners asked, one, what credit cards or how am I buying all this um, stuff with nothing to start off with? And two, who, who, to, who to apply for credit in the first place? With whom? So number one, let's answer the second question first. Number one, who I used for my vending machine business, um, I got lines of credit through... City because I knew that I'd be using the Costco very often for wholesale food items. Um, and then I, I looked to credit unions um, for the remaining uh, things for larger uh, larger lines of credit. So I went with, in Texas, we call it RBFCU, Credit Union, right? CU. And then... Um, I also went with Chase. I know they're not a credit union, but their their uh, their interest rate is really low, and they offer cash back. Now, okay, two percent cash back, three percent cash back ain't a lot. Don't get suckered in to big to bigger banks who offer a big large amounts of cash back for si- for your first six months, for your first ten months or whatever. Um, like that's nice and all, but what you want to do is be able to leverage that credit with assets. All right. So I knew that I was going to be using other people's money to buy. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh no, we good, baby girl. Hey, we in the middle. We in the middle of a show. That's one dog scout. Scout, quit playing. Hey, <laughs> you ever watch people interact with their dogs and like they just sound like jerks <laughs> or the people, not the dogs. Anyways, <clears throat> so uh, make sure you use uh, these lines of credit to buy assets. Okay, don't buy liabilities. Mike, what's a liability? Something that will not return money to you. Do not get a credit card. I think this should be taught. Um, I know I know taxes and economy economics is taught in schools, but how to properly use uh, money and credit in in high school should be taught. But it, but if not, then parents legit for sure need to be able to teach their kids how to spend money right. So you earn money, that's earned income, that's you trade your time or your skill for money, that's great. But if you're going to borrow money, open lines of credit, then you need to only buy assets. Do not go get a ring, okay, <laughs> with credits. Do not, don't buy a $5,000 ring, $2,000 ring, uh, engagement ring. Don't buy jewelry that, that won't... Uh, that won't stay steady in the middle of inflation. Uh, don't like buy. Don't buy liability. Don't go take that vacation, uh, thinking that you're gonna make contents out of it and you're gonna blow it like that. You, we know, most of us out there ain't gonna blow up in that way. Okay, so buy 
do not buy liabilities. Don't buy that collector's item that you're going to keep for yourself that you know you won't flip in about 10 years. All right. Uh, I think, what would it be? I, I told Malachi that he Malachi was like, Dad, why are we at another store getting another credit card? I was like, well, I want to buy assets. I want to buy things that will pay me. And he's like, well, what's something that I can buy with credit if I got a credit card? And I said, you know what? Something that would be really good. Don't buy an Xbox. Okay. Don't buy, don't buy a PlayStation. Those are liabilities. You see what I'm saying? Unless you have a dedicated streaming and, and you're like, you, you've built something from nothing already and you have an audience already, don't go buying out, buying a $2,000 gaming chair, $2,000 gaming desk, uh, a, a $10,000 computer setup. Don't buy PlayStation Switch, you know, Xbox, whatever, whatever. Just Oculus, just cuz. Like those are, at that point, those are liabilities, all right? Things that eat up the money that you'll be paying back. So now that we understand that, so, oh, oh, back to Malachi's question, my bad. Uh, I told him probably the best thing he could invest in that would probably return anything at his age, if he if he got, was able to qualify to get a credit card, it would be probably Pokemon cards to flip or, uh, or baseball cards or football cards or basketball cards or soccer if they have that. Definitely being able, but like that has to be the thing though. Like you have to go to the expo, you have to go to the conventions, you have to, you have to do the studying, you have to know what's what's popping. You know, you need to know who's 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 first draft rookie. You need to know who's second draft. You need to know who's coming straight out of high school, like 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 Kobe. You got to know uh, uh, who's up and coming, like who's who's popular on the on the uh, fantasy football, fantasy basketball leagues. You got to know those stuff. You gotta know what's 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 meta in TCG for Pokemon when players who are buying these Pokemon cards to play in in competitions. You gotta know what's big in the collector scene. So you, there's a lot of dimensions to it in order to actually purchase assets. All right. So I knew going into these these uh, credit cards um, that I would be one. You know, purchasing. I'd be essentially flipping food. So the fact that I'm flipping, I'm purchasing the the inventory at Costco or at a at a hobby store from a, or a distributor for the sake of the vending machine, I knew that that was money coming back into my pocket, profit or at least as expense to be able to cover that bill with with what I'm with time that I'm not actually putting in. I'm not standing on the side of the street vending out myself. Right? It's the machine that's doing that work. All I gotta do is refill, wipe down the glass, and uh, make sure that the card reader and the and the money exchange is working, and I'm deucing out of there. Like I, I timed it down. It should not take me more than 23 minutes per machine for me to make money. Otherwise, I start losing money at 23 and one second minutes. All right. Uh, number two, uh, picking up the machine. So being able to ask uh, for. Um, being able to ask for two, three, four, five G's as a line of credit and uh, purchasing um, a, a, a well-functioning vending machine. Um, there's that TikTok, right? There's that TikTok video where it's like, uh, you don't like, uh, it's not that you don't like being broke. It's that you're not good at being broke. <laughs> you're not good at fixing up what you got <laughs> and appreciating what you got. 
And so that's totally where my mindset is, is right now at this current moment, like if you look at like the business is flourishing, Mike McLaughlin necessarily is not. Yeah, I'm coming like it's a it's a it's a, there, there's a give and take. There's like it'd be hypocritical for me to say, yeah, I'm not taking a I'm not taking a check. But it, it but it's it, it, it like you have to understand that. I still have this debt in my name, but on the flip side, the business is bringing, is returning on it through the assets. So I know that the machine, <clears throat> even though I buy a $2,000 machine, it works well. I clean it up. I wax it. I, I polish it. Um, I, I, I give it at least an hour of my time to make sure that it works. It looks good. It's vending right. All the coils work. All the number systems work. Um, it, 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 it powers on. <laughs> Uh, or if it's if it's refrigerated, it cools off. Then I know that that's going to be an asset because it's going to return money to me. Yes, I have three thousand dollars worth of debt on this machine because I bought the location with it. Uh, but but it's but it's returning more than the quote unquote minimum payment on that credit card. And some of y'all might ask, you know, Mike, I don't have uh, I don't have. I don't have a good credit score. Like it's shot because of student loans. It's shot because of uh, medicine. It's shot because of uh, personal loans in my past. It's shot because my parents used my name for da 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 da. I understand. I grew up there. I. Right? Uh, that's where you you gotta start. Then at least for your kids, for you, for your wife, whoever has bad credit, go to Wells Fargo. Go to a credit union. Uh, well, don't use the bigger banks. Go to a credit union who actually has your interests in mind uh, and your personal financial growth in mind. Go up to them. Say you want to take out a secure uh, credit loan, credit card loan, um, and you're uh, you're gonna put uh, two hundred dollars down on leverage. So now you're surrendering two hundred dollars on the front end, and then they give you a. If you pass, if you if they accept you through your application, they'll give you a line of two hundred dollar line of credit because you paid up front, and yes, you're negative two hundred in theory, but now you have a credit card despite your bad credit. All right, um, use it to pay what would be paid already. Do not use it for anything else. If you're building credit from the z- from the ground, put your Netflix on there. Put your Hulu on there. Put your what's another subscription thing that you gotta you gotta use? Ooh, if you're paying for data, especially this, if you're paying for data, cloud storage on your iPhone or your iPad or your iMac, um, ten what is it? What am I paying? Ten ten dollars ten thousand ten dollars a month for two for two terabytes. Put that on there. Don't do nothing else. All right, and pay that. every month. And guess what's going to happen in about six months? Your credit score will definitely, I mean, not significantly, but it will definitely go up. All right. So you got to take the short term pain for the long term goals. So I encourage you, if that's you, you're down and out. You got a credit score of of a dirty hamster. (laughs) Okay. You got zero silks, nada. Then I suggest you do that. You start that off, right? Um, a good bank that will loan typically um, is Synchrony. Synchrony is a, a company. City's tough to get into as a bank. I'm going to be honest. It's like 
you know, they're very picky. They're very bougie, like almost to the point to where it's like um, Amex, American Express, unless you have good credit already. Uh, credit unions are amazing, but remember, you can't buy liabilities. You got to buy assets. So that's got to be the mindset going in. All right. So that's how that's what I'm doing with um, with credit. Uh, I've, I've spent my time building up my credit, paying my bills on time. So, uh, I've, I'm reaping the benefits of that right now. So I pre, so, you know, I'm just going to give myself a high five to, to the past person be like, Hey, keep your head up to, to pass Mikey. Uh, what was the second question? <laughs> oh goodness. Hold up. Let me look this up. This is so unprofessional. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, well, anyways, hit me up on, <laughs> on Instagram and DM me what my first point was. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I right? like, <clears throat> like if if the if the if the short term sting, if the cost of the short term is too much, then you you don't want to know what the pain will be when the bill comes for regret. You know what I mean? Like, say the $200 that, that I'm suggesting to you to build your credit up again from from, from a dirty hamster, uh, from credit score is zero. Because uh, you're like, man, I can't give up my Taco Bell. I can't give up my, uh, my Disney Plus bundle. I can't give up my... Well, you know what? Then you're going to enjoy not being able to start. And honestly, I told I told Tandy, I'm, I'm selling my car, the second car, my car. I'm dele- I'm canceling Netflix, canceling Disney Plus, canceling Hulu. All right, because I shouldn't be home watching TV anyways. I should be working on the business. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because it's me, and it's probably very unhealthy for me. Uh, but I'm gonna put it out there because it's probably gonna help somebody. I. Right? Uh, but it's not it's not healthy for everybody. Uh, if I told Tandy, I was like, you can have one of these, but not both. You can have a man who's at home who comes home at five. Or you can have a man who's busy making money, building wealth for our family and for our kids, for our grandkids. But you can't have both. You can't. The physics, right? You can't be hot and cold as in, in a, as a state of matter all the time. So I was like, Tandy, do you want somebody who's at home and we're a little humble in our money than, than we would? We probably won't build as much wealth as we want. Abby and Kyle are going to have to take out student loans for school if they want to go to school. Abby and Kyle are going to have to take out a mortgage. Abby and Kyle are going to have to take out a second mortgage. Abby and Kyle are going to have to take us in as old folk when we're old. Or I could be busy in the youthfulness of our lives and enjoy the life that we have past this moment. But I, I'm going to be busy. And I, she was like, I can't have both. I was like, nah, you can't have both. <laughs> Just like it's the same principle going her way in terms of building wealth. Yeah. Do I want her to build wealth or do I want her to be at home? And when we were young in our marriage where kids were the investment, 
Making sure that they're alive was the investment. Making sure that they were healthy was the investment. Uh, uh, then she had to be home. And I had to, we had to not... Building wealth had to be on pause um, in terms of building assets. But now, kids are a little older. Kids are watching what we do. So I'm teaching Abby and Kai how to create content, teaching Abby and Kai how to use money, how to, how to leverage finances, how to leverage cash flow, how to leverage credit, how to build that. See, now I'm now that is the beginning of building generational wealth, but she can't have both at the same time. They want men at home, but they don't, they want to, hold on, like, like, I don't want to generalize women, but like that's the that's the that's the that's the vibe check that has to pass. And then regret is the biggest thing. Like I told Tandy when I when I was finally not using a wheelchair from having COVID, right? Because I was hospitalized for three months. I developed a bad uh, a stage four pressure ulcer on my lower back. Um, if you're close, if you if you're close to my family, then you've probably seen it, or I've probably shown you, as a badge of honor that I've survived it. I'm not supposed to walk. I'm not supposed to be able to talk well. I'm not. I'm supposed to be on O2 oxygen for the rest of my life. But here I am. Praise the Lord. Walking, breathing, gaining weight, <laughs> being a big guy again. The way the universe is supposed to let this happen. And I told her, though, I told her when I was finally getting out of the co- out of the wheelchair. Uh, well, she, she was asking me, Mike, what, what, uh, what, what, what was going through your mind when you were in the hospital? And I was like, that's a great question, Tandy, because I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> this is a great question, Tandy. Uh, I wanted to look you dead in your eye if I ever died. Um, I want to look at you dead in the eye before that moment comes and say that I have no regrets. I have no regrets in the decisions. I mean, there's consequences, but I have no regrets in trying things. I have no regrets in failing. I have no regrets in asking for forgiveness. I have no regrets in saying I'm sorry. I have no regrets in chasing my dream. I have no regrets in you chasing your dream. I have no regrets in trying I have no regrets in failing hundred times and getting one final little bit of taste of success, and that pushes me to another hundred times of failing to another taste of success. I want to be able to say to you that I don't regret my life, the life that God has given me, the life that God has led us through, and I hope that you. That this is the tough part that I told Tandy. I hope that you also can look me in my eye when before your time comes and say that you don't regret failing, not trying, chasing your dream, doing your best, doing your, failing despite doing your best, having the peace to know that you did your 110% best and still life, you failed in the terms of life standards, but you still tried, you still stuck your neck out there. And if that speaks to you, I hope that resonates with you. I hope it doesn't necessarily drive an, you know, extreme side of the spectrum. Uh, spectrum for you to like throw your entire life savings into a uh, a van <laughs> van build so you can <clears throat> go
go enjoy van life for one year and then you have to <laughs> turn around. I hope like there, there's a balance to all these things, right? So there, there's a there's a balance. There's there's a wise way to do these things. Uh, uh, most of the things that the world has to offer have to require a you know a, a naturalistic mindset to how you approach. But we know as Christians that God is the one who moves. God is the one who sustains. God is the one who succeeds. God is the one who perseveres. Um, God is the one who brings peace. So I hope that you can also take the multifaceted, multi-layered uh, approach to life. Um, and you know, it's it's been such a crazy, a crazy uh, journey to trek because it's some it's. You know, I, to be honest, I know vending machines are, are fun, and it definitely is because um, I'm making all the big mistakes now as opposed to making big multi-million dollar mistakes later. Uh, so, I mean, I get, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the, the amount of failing or or um, the, the amount of shortcomings in my personal life that prevent me from excelling right now. But I'm, I'm like totally enjoying the learning aspect of starting small, right? We can't be afraid of humble beginnings. Uh, we, we, have, we need to be able to face them. Uh, <clears throat> so, great question. Uh, I appreciate you listening in and tuning in and keeping up with the show. And I hope everybody was able to benefit from uh, this show today. Uh, it's it's just crazy to think that um, I was like for example I was destined to die. That's what the nurses said. That's why they you know in 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 rationale they would never admit this, but in rationale it's probably why they didn't turn me and uh, keep an an, ex- an exact eye on me. Well, one because they were short staffed and like that sucks because the ICU is a horrible place for a nurse to be short-staffed, for, for, for a floor to be short-staffed in. Uh, two, my vitals were horrible. My Every single uh, organ in my body was failing. Uh, I wasn't keeping fluids, even though they were pumping me with IV. Uh, I wasn't able to keep the nutrition down with the NG tube. Uh, I was, you know, it was coming up. It was shooting out. <laughs> it was shooting out. My kidneys were failing. Uh, my lungs were were, were were cement thick, so they couldn't expand, and you could hear me laboring. Um, my heart was racing for no reason. My blood pressure was up and down. That's everything. I looked dead. Like my my skin was green. It was yellow. It was gray. It was ghastly. It was um, bad. The stench of my wound was smelled like death. Like it was. I'm sorry if you're eating right now, <laughs> but like, like life destined me to, 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 to die then. And it's crazy for me to say that through my face, but, uh, you know, I want to be able to tell Tandy, look at her dead in the eye and say, I don't regret it. I don't regret being a pastor. I don't regret do working as much, as hard as I did. I don't regret, uh, uh, making the choices I did to, to, to do to, to, to know what I knew then with the circumstances I was living in at the time, you know, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying. So 
you know, I, I, I hope that all of you could put yourself in a position where you can do it, do the thing. Um, it's scary and um, it's big, uh, but um, uh, who was it? Man, I want to shout out to Kristen, uh, Pastor Dustin's wife. She brought me one of the, uh, a few of those um, like inspirational posters and uh, and one of the one of the in, in, inspiring things that the posters read was uh, uh, every uh, what was it every journey if a, if a journey the premise is if a, if a if a destination is like a million miles away um, then the most important step you'll take is the first one. And that journey only begins with that first step. That's pretty much what it said. So it, that really uh, pushed me to, to, with the desire and the, the ambition to walk again, regardless of what the doctor said. And I could not have been able to walk again. Um, but when the PT came through and they asked me, can I stand? I eventually was able to. It, I wasn't able to stand right away. I wasn't able to even sit up right away because of the wound and also my muscle atrophy. But when I was able to finally stand up and hold on to somebody and we crab walked side to side, they were like, Mike, you can walk. You'll be able to walk. It might not be far, <laughs> but you'll be able to walk. Um, and and one, of my, one of our close friends, Josh and Carly... Uh, they, they had recently had a daughter, uh, their second, and, uh, she was all running. When I, when I finally got to see her again, she was running and jumping as a two-year-old, one-year-old. Don't hate me. Uh, but I was like jealous. I was like, man, I wish I could follow my butt <laughs> and just get myself back up from the ground. <laughs> but she was leaving earth like nobody's business, man. And... One day, me and Josh were actually throwing a football back and forth, and I was finally able to leave Earth one inch off of Earth by trying to catch a ball, and it was crazy to, to experience that again. But uh, anyways, thank you so much for tuning in and listening in on this show. You know, we're building a great community around one another and all of our ambitions to to to, to pursue our dream, to, to, to have a stronger mindset. Uh, to have a more strategic and tactical one. So uh, please reach out, DM me on Instagram. Uh, I'm Michael McGlocky. Uh, and uh, let's let's work some stuff out. Let's hash it out together. You know, we're, we're all on this journey and I'm not necessarily farther than anybody else. Nobody's necessarily a, a bigger failure or a, a more successful. I'm, I'll be the first to admit that I'm the biggest one to have failed as often as I have and still, you know, the Lord sustain me. So with that, y'all have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Um, I'll see y'all on the flip side. Bye.